It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We are now at 13 weeks of streaming exclusively. 13 weeks. <sighs> that is a bloody long time. I do not think I have gone 13 days without going to the movie theater prior to this, let alone 13 weeks. Anyway, directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. So with the introductions out of the way, wait a minute, I almost forgot. What? Today is the return that you have all been all waiting for. All been waiting for. That's right, the merman is back. Hello, Murray. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Nice to have you back, buddy. Good to be back. So with the introductions out of the way for real, let's rage on. Well, this could be the happiest day that I've ever had during COVID. This week on the podcast, we welcome back our long lost merman, which we could not be happier about, people. I am telling you, Bryce is like doing some kind of slam dance slash uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. I can't understand what he's doing. So we're going to talk streaming. No surprise. We're going to talk about the lists. We're going to talk about our favorite festival, Cuff, Calgary Underground Film Fest, pre-festival talk. Then we're going to do Open Rage. We're doing the Merman Minute, backed by popular demand, Rage or Dare. And then we say so long as we prepare for our favorite time of year, Cuff. Let's dance. Streaming. Motherfucking streaming. We're back to streaming with our Murray. I cannot... This reminds me that we're going to be eating pizza later tonight, so I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> it's a non-stop party. Yeah. Did someone say pizza delivery? Let's dance! Nice. So, what we stream this week, buckaroo? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> we streamed uh, The Five Bloods. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't it Da Five Bloods? I think I said Da Five Bloods. It sounded like Da, like a, like a white Like a Da. Open up your ears and your mind, because I'm about to blow it. Some You're stuff. about to blow okay, it. Okay, you, you lay it down. All right. So, anyways, uh, the Five Bloods, the Five Bloods, uh, from 2020, by uh, you know, directed uh, new new flick from Spike Lee. It is about four Vietnam vets going back to Vietnam after some years to collect gold they have buried during the war and try to find their fallen squad leaders' remains as well. Um, okay. The movie is kind of uneven. Uh, some good performances overall. One exceptional performance from Delroy Lindo as Paul. Mm -hmm. It was an interesting choice bookending the movie with Muhammad Ali and Martin Luther King. It was also an interesting choice to use the same actors to portray, portray themselves as much younger men. I guess it was better than making them younger with CGI, but it was kind of strange watching these old men playing themselves as 20-somethings. <sighs> Overall, however, Delroy Lindo's performance was fantastic! 
So I say meh, even though there were many eyebrows, eyebrow raising decisions made by Spike Lee with his direction. I didn't mind it though, Delroy Lindo was fantastic. Worth watching just for that. What do you think about that, Jim? I think I should, if I could reach you from this six feet of social distancing, I would slap you. So here's my take on this film. All right. This started with some of the most horrifying scenes ever put in any movie ever. All right. Uh, nothing like it. I've ever seen it in any film up until the first tw- 10 minutes. Uh, at that, uh, it's an FYI, this movie is two and a half hours. So many, many great surprises happened from the first seven to 10 minutes. Favorite line in the man from the man Chadwick Boseman, yes, motherfucking Black Panther was in this film. Was he, was he in this? He was. And I quote: "No one uses our rage against us. We control our own rage." Yep, I hear that. With lines like this, how could this not be an amazing film? It's pretty good. No, it's not. Uh, there were things I really did like about this. And actually, in fact, one of the things you pointed out that was kind of weird was actually one of the things I did like about it. Uh, the direction of using the flashbacks with real true life events that happened in the first five to seven minutes or mm. maybe up to the first 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. I kind of liked that. It, it was like they would mention somebody and they would pop in. Personally, I, th- I thought that was cool. I liked them. Mu- I liked them using the older characters because then you knew exactly who it was. You didn't have he didn't have to build other stories or characters around it to have like okay, we got another whole cast and we got to try and figure out based on because the amount of flashbacks they have weren't great enough and because what was happening in the flashbacks. So I actually did appreciate that. Then I'm like, oh yeah, that's that guy and ooh, that's that guy. I know exactly who they are. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, and I liked the cameos. I liked uh, Chadwick and I liked uh, Jean Reno. And then that was um, pretty much it. That's pretty much what I liked. Uh, ultimately, after the 10-minute mark in the film, uh, it started to really feel contrived and forced. The characters seemed all too one-dimensional and contrived. Not at all as complex as some of Spike's other films. Like This is like night and day. A difference if you if you look at some of his other films and then you see this you're gonna be like yeah. this was made for maybe for the American public so maybe it's on the positive side I've got to look at that because there's there's some concepts in here although not I don't think it was drilled home like do the right thing or you know that that's that's in your face it's like this was a whitewashed version of, of Spike Lee like I just didn't find it strong even the dialogue um, and by the peripheral actors so random and um as they fit in the story so uh for example they go and meet the people in the bar and it's like okay so if this isn't so obviously foreshadowing they've got a um a group of people that are actually removing landmines so i i turned to my wife and i said how much you want to bet people blow up from landmines in this movie and yes they're going to somehow come back in the movie it yeah. was, it was, yeah, but it was, became so random. It was like, didn't fit as part of the, the story of these four guys going back. It was just like, okay, so, and, and I'll, I'll point out a little bit later, but that, yeah, that, you're, you're that actually stri- with that one. No, it's just going to continue to get worse. Yeah, okay, keep on um, going. So I originally thought, well, maybe with all the writing credits in here, did Tyler Perry actually have some in here? Because oh, the di- No, I'm not kidding. Uh, the answer is no, he wasn't. But there was four different writing credits in the script, which is normally not a good sign. Not, not, no, that's true. No, that's not. Um, I'll back you on that. The other thing that, that really kind of bothered me, okay, these guys, one of them said they did three tours in Nam. 
So if you're going to do three terms in Nam, you understand the jungle in fucking Vietnam. And so the first night they go camping out in Vietnam in the jungle and the one guy, they're sitting around the fire and I don't know if this was meant to be cute or if it was supposed to be funny, but the one guy goes, who had the bug spray last? And I'm just like, these are people that lived in Vietnam. They know what the bugs are like there. And yeah, they brought one. They long, only brought one. That was a long time can ago. Of, they brought one can of bug spray. I'm like, come on. That didn't even, <laughs> didn't even make sense. So many years ago. People oh, forget. my God. No, they don't. They, they were traumatized. The one guy was traumatized through the whole movie. Um, I'm, I'm well, traumatized I, by the length I, of this tirade. Yeah, well, I'm not finished yet. Uh, whoever wrote this, I don't think it ever been outside of a city let alone been to a jungle where they would think, oh, one can of bug spray would fit four people, actually a fifth person. And then, oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just starting to build a rage for this. But um, yeah, and then they're in the jungle. In the jungle, which could be anywhere. And then they just, by happenstance, happened to run into the people. They ran into the bar. Like, this was just like in the size of the jungle. Give me a break. No, I am not done. Um, and then... <laughs> So there's a point in the movie when the first guy blows up from the landmine and you're going to yourself, okay, cool. as he's watching, yes, the explosion was fantastic, but I'm going like, why is he backing up? There was there, uh, the dialogue was happening, and he's backing up. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm like, why are you backing oh, up? Oh, you know why he's backing up? Well, I know step exactly. I, I turned to my wife again. I'm like, this guy's gonna blow up. That's it's what the I time. did too. It's the time. It's gonna happen. I, but it was like, this is the writing that's in here, and it's all through it. Or the time a, they're, okay. they're they're not really sure where the gold is. So the guy who's it's holding fine. the GPS, he's basically going, okay, uh, the gold's around here. You know, we don't know where the gold is, but this GPS is, doesn't seem to be working. And the guy's, well, I gotta go take a dump. So he goes down the hill, and guess what? He Found randomly it. finds the I gold. Know. And then the guy with the GPS comes oh. over, and he goes, he goes, hey, what a happy uh, mistake. Hey, he's like, oh wow, this GPS is is verifying that you found the gold. I'm like, no fucking kidding. He just picked out a bar of gold. This is like you couldn't find where the gold was before because the GPS wasn't telling you. And then all of a sudden, oh, the guy took a dump, and there's the gold. And now he goes, oh, look, this GPS was right. I'm like, oh my god. I couldn't. I, I was. I was in Meh. pain the whole movie. This was a revenant style rage, and by that I mean random events of chance to fit the writer's poor writing skills. This was not, in my opinion, the best Spike Lee film. He's got so I, much other. I don't think anybody said that. I, I but think it was meh. No, it was a hard, hard revenant style rage. That's yeah. all I want to say about this movie. Revenant was awesome. Uh, no, the, the writing in that was terrible too. It was fantastic. Nope. That was a Mondo. No. It, oh, my God. You couldn't have said that was a Mondo. Revenant? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The Aber Okay. I don't know what... This is a whole other discussion. We'll, we'll talk later. No. The but, Five Bloods is meh. No. And and the Revenant because was not... Delroy Lindo was freaking fantastic. You this... Okay. You are so counter to that. If I try and pull that out of my ass in another segment, you're like, you're like, no, I, that movie's a rage or that movie's a man. He couldn't get it to my... But no, when you find it because of one guy, you can just hand out man's like they're candy. I like me some Delroy Lindo. Who doesn't? It's awesome. Yeah? Meh. No. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Whatevs. Let's what else we got? Let's move on. Yeah, that took like an hour. I know. And I could have talked for another hour. Awesome. So, uh, that was on Netflix, by the way, everybody. Who wants yeah, it was. So, if you want to actually see it. Um, if you want to see really good performance from Delroy Lindo. Yep. 
Click he's on in, the five blood. And he's also in other films, so you could probably see him in those too. Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, so we saw Judy and Punch uh, on iTunes, and it was a rental. Ugh. This uh, seaside, which is the name of the town. Nowhere near the sea, by the way. Puppeteers Judy and Punch are trying to resurrect their marionette show in a town on the brink of mob rule. So I get, I'm kind of getting from your impression that you did not love this movie. <laughs> so this was a rage for you? Yeah, it's a rage. Okay, well, let me tell you what I think. Uh, first of all, Pimerate at Sund- Sundance. I really wanted to see this because I thought it was going to be great. I really wanted to see it too. Yeah. And it was not great. Uh, they like punchy and they like smashy. As does Jimbo. Uh, he loves wonder. punchy and smashy, especially when it is a tasty lady revenge flick. You know oh, how I love the, the ladies who oh kick ass god. and punchy smashy dicks. Oh god. Stoning day? Okay. Uh maybe my hatred of period pieces was a little hastened. If any if uh <laughs> if, if all if, if all period uh, pieces were this good, I'd love them all. Stoning what? happy stoning day. I love how the old days you could just carry your dead wives out in the forest and leave them under a bunch of leaves. That was kind of cool. Oh, and how about... Oh, then, but then you get to blame some old witches just by random happenstance. The town goes, it's Wait, time to do some stoning. Wasn't this a kid's show? No, no this no Punch not. and Judy was a kid's no, show. No, I mean, Punch and but this well, is Punch the and Judy show. wasn't even well. It was. Yeah, but it shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, uh, at first, I it I was not a fan of the end when the credits rolled, but then I'm like, motherfucking yes. We had a roller coaster of emotion about this film. I loved it. I was annoyed by it. I hated it. And then I liked it again. Ultimately, I like the silliness and the subtle humor and am a huge fan no of fairy tales. What are you talking about? When he threw his baby out the window, that was freaking oh, that hilarious. Was so, that was so subtle. It was I said su- there's no subtlety. <laughs> no, it was pretty funny, though. Um, I couldn't get it to a mondo, though. I really tried. I did like the ending. I did it's like how they, they ended it with actual footage of the Punch and Judy show. So yeah. there you Actually, go, Mark. That, there's, there's the one thing that I didn't mind. Okay. What about Judy and Punch? Uh, what was this? It seemed to be based in some sort of reality for the first 90% of the film, and then it turned into Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I did not like this movie at all. Aw, that's like how does It started like, you know, all okay, all this stuff, and then all of a sudden we're defying physics and just... That was just at the very end. I know. Like, what is that? She was we just hanging to... out with witches for like half the movie. Oh, so that's it. So yes. she, she, that's all like The witches sorcery. gave her powers. They, they gave her powers. Yeah, so man. I should I should have made that you should connection. You should have sent me a message. Wow, I told you. yeah. If I would have enjoyed it so much more had I understood that. So this was not historically yeah. accurate. No, it was just... No. It was, it was historically crap is what it was. I did not like this movie at all until the closing credits where we got to see... Young kids' reactions to Punch and Judy puppet yes, shows. that was great. The sheer terror on some of the kids' faces sitting right next to other kids who had sheer joy plastered on their faces almost made it worth it. <laughs> it's amazing how the show could, like, yes. some were just horrified by it and others were like, this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I was, unfortunately, I was horrified by this movie. 
Also during the closing credits, I love the closing credits because not only did we get that, but we got the most bizarre version of a of a song I've ever heard. We got a cover of Live is Life. I know. Originally recorded by Australian <laughs> band Opus in 1984. Yeah, I remember it. Live is life. So, you know, that almost made it worth it. Um this version of the song absolutely defies description. It was awesome. Like, it you, was so good. It has to be heard to believe to be believed. Yep. The movie, on the other hand, is flat and a mess, and it's a rage. Ah, uh, that's too bad for you. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I liked Stoning Day a lot. <laughs> Stoning Day. You know what? Stoning. There was Day, a lot of pieces I was, in this. I was with them on Stoning Day, yeah. and then it just fell. Up. It just fell. Apart. It was. You just were sad because they were going to stone some old people. No, you, have, you love old people. I was so. sad because it was just crap. Oh well. So we got a we got a man of rage on that one. We got not, There's nothing. Are we going to like anything? Are we going to love anything in this? Uh, this a, week? I have a feeling we may not. I have a feeling we may not, too. All right. Well, why don't you talk about Westwood Punk? And then you can be angry at me because I didn't wa- that's, try that's to watch it until Sunday. That's not the whole title. It's Westwood Punk Icon, Icon Activist. Activist. Sorry. From 2018, which we were both supposed to watch. One of us did, and one of us sent How an email How was I to know saying, it was going to end after Friday? It's, it's not playing. It wasn't. Get on it. I tried. I am a little disappointed that it didn't kind of carry through. I know. know, Quite often, it's nice that if we review something, that it's Mm -hmm. uh, readily available. But I'm sure you can find it somewhere. And this is off the Sif at Home series. This was the Sif at Home series. Yeah, this is a movie about fashion designer Vivian Westwood. It is subtitled Punk, Icon, Activist. No problem with the punk reference, as her early foray into fashion was definitely punk and you know she had a uh, some ties to the sex pistols as all as, as well um so yeah no she could definitely be punk rock i'll buy that icon well i'm no expert on fashion but this film makes a compelling argument you know and she's even got her stuff like shown in museums so okay let's go with it icon yep. i can agree with ticks two boxes activist hmm i am not sure about that one did you do any research to see? Well, here's the thing. Westwood is in an industry that is all about consumption. So it is hard to present her as an environmental activist. But this documentary tries to do just that. Uh, however, they do show that she is conflicted by these competing values. She's not. She. I mean, I think she wants to be an activist. But yeah. as long as she's doing what she's doing and she's ahead of this... But did she try and ch- like but, you can you can start in a certain way, right? And then try and, as well, you go she's, on. And she's trying to take it back, take it back, and she's trying to get smaller and smaller. But she's unable to because it's just got it. It's got out. It's, it's got out of, it's out of her hands now at this point, where there's so many people that are relying on jobs and they're opening yeah, yeah, places yeah. here and there and there. I'm sorry that that's where you are. So, you know, you can show up and you can do your real yeah, yeah. little rallies or anything, but to call her an activist can't do it as long as she's in the one of these industries that's all about consumption. So she was being a little bit hypocritical because she may have she may have she actually gone to, out and, and been an activist. And, and, she, and, and I believe at her core she wants to. She just can't. She can't be. And yes, she, she's showing up to the rallies and she's giving her money and she's doing this and she's doing that and she's giving her time. But 
when it comes right down to it, she's still involved in this industry that's all about consumption. So mm. I, I just can't, I just can't buy so the activist part. So she's an almost activist. So and as I say, uh, in the she definitely wrestles with it. Like that's one of the main themes towards the end that she's 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 wrestling with this fact that she's yeah. in this industry. And then she it. dies. Obviously, does uh, that happen in the show or no? Not she's still alive. She's still alive at the end of this, I believe. Maybe that's what she's doing now, though. Maybe she, she's not. I didn't even know she this. was dead. Is she dead? I don't real? know either. Well, why are you well, saying you, you, you watch the movie? Just throw out the people are dead. <laughs> I'm saying, don't I don't die. She's she not. Is, she is not. Dead. She's not dead. So maybe she's an activist now. You gotta stop this. You're throwing out that. You're telling people that what was it that Adrian Brody has a family. Like a bunch of episodes ago, he doesn't. You're just making. I up didn't crap. say he was. I said maybe he does. You say yeah, maybe that. Maybe that's why he's not making as many. Hey, movies I'm saying anymore. maybe. I didn't say he was a fact. Yeah, you gotta just. People stop. have to research. You just spew off. I'm yeah. asking no, you. You've got a You saw the movie. You have to research. I don't have to research anything. I didn't even see this movie. That's your job. You are making me angry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, what did you give this, by the way? Uh, you know what? It was fairly compelling look into this lady's life. I like the film more than I thought I would. That's good. But, you know, it's still just a meh. All right. Well, there we go. This could be the this could be the episode of meh. We have a title for our podcast, by the way. Meh. <laughs> meh. Okay. Well, the other thing we saw, well, I saw. You I don't saw, think you saw. I yeah, because you it. got to see the other one, was I saw Sovereign Soil, which is also off of our SIF at Home series. So, cool. Yeah. And actually... People really do need to check this out. Go to sifcalgary.ca. That's it. You nailed it. I got it right for once. Um, and, and check out, because the festivals that are coming up, I mean, we're going to be talking about Cuffin here in a, in a few minutes, but but SIF is hopefully still going to have their festival in September, whatever that may look like. And we've already had a lot of good festivals this year that have dropped off, like South by Southwest and some of these other big festivals. So if we can support them, people go out and, and find some of your local festivals and, and, and help them out in any way you can. Uh, so this was an interesting documentary. I, um, it's all about the farming culture in and around Dawson City, Yukon. These farms are not all that far from the Arctic Circle. So many different vegetables are grown in, in very close proximity to the Arctic Circle. I was surprised. I found it so interesting and love the amazing ingenuity of these farmers. The toughest part of this film was the choppiness of the story that was unfolding. Half the time, I didn't even really know what the farmers were talking about. Slowly through the story, it seemed to get more focused. It was like the director kind of wasn't clear about their questioning through it. Um, which, but eventually found that they did. The growing season is shorter uh, by the plants. They, so they grow way, way bigger as sunlight is almost 24 hours. Very interesting Canadian grown film, pun intended. They Witty. grew motherfucking apples. Apples. I like apples. Close to the Arctic Circle. I put peanut Grapes butter on them. and cherries. Like, we can't even grow some of this stuff here in Calgary. And they're growing it up in the Yukon. I've never seen I've never even seen seen that before. Cool. Um, takes you through a year of growing season. The content was very interesting, but the direction I found super choppy and a bit weak. The conversational dialogue was not clear lots of the time with the direction of the conversation as where it was going or where it came from. So it'd be like the dialogue you'd be talk they'd be talking, you'd be like, okay, there was no intro question to that. So why are they talking about this random fact that has nothing to do with what's going on? Um, 
I love the content, but not the full control of the direction in this. I think it's a, a I, he does, he's not even showing an IMDb. So this is a, a person that you're going to have a tough time finding. For that reason, it gets a delicious Arctic Canadian meh. Wow. So I was the only one that actually saw that one. Um, the rest of you didn't. Okay. So with, with these, basically, they only screen one time at a certain time? No, so the, the SIF at Home stuff is basically it's available online for usually a period of time that they're kind of profiling it. And so people can go and see it. So if, if you want to learn a lot about what's happening in the Yukon, and if it's happening in the Yukon, it's probably happening in the other northern parts of the world, uh, where they're finding ways to bring fresh fruit and vegetables because it's super expensive to yeah, do it up, up north, fly right? It in, yeah. yeah, and who would have thought you could grow cherries and grapes in the Arctic? It's just like unheard of. But yeah, it was a meh. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our streaming, and we're moving into the lists. Well, last week on the lists, we had a few new names added to the mesmerized list. And one was on deck, which Bryce was supposed to see a couple of films. I didn't watch them. That's not a surprise. By Hirokazu Kurita. So I try not. You're not going to be watching them next I'm week. Go, I'm You've got from now till Sunday to watch one, a couple of these. Uh, so we can add them quickly to the undoubted. Um, Bryce, do you have anything this week? No. All right. Well, I have a, I've got a couple of mesmerized. And then I've got a undoubted to put forward. And um, we're going to go reverse this way because the film at the end may cause this to be drop off the list because if it made you rage. So I'm going the opposite ver way this, <laughs> this time. You, so you don't want this to end quickly. I don't want it to end quickly because I there's a lot about this guy I love. So I'm going right. to do the mesmerized first. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so I'm going to pull out uh, for mesmerized. I'm pulling out your buddy, Adrian Brody. Yeah. He's mesmerizing. Yeah. Mer? I actually just watched him in something. No, I, don't, I don't really... You don't find him mesmerizing? No. Uh -oh. I find him annoying for the most part. Wow. <laughs> and pretty much everything he does. Wow. That's That's unexpected. awful. Yeah. Well... That's a no. You heard it here first. Murray's back to give us more vetoes. I love this list being smaller. Yeah. It's going to be tough to make it on for all three of us to say yes. All right. Okay. Here's another one. I'm putting forward Vinnie Jones. As mesmerizing. As mesmerizing. I, would, I, I can't believe Murray would say no to that. Well, I did love how he didn't talk through the entire movie of Gone and 60 Seconds. Yep. But... He is mesmerizing nonetheless. Because ah, he's a big, bruising guy and yeah. he has no hair. So, yeah, just look on the screen, he's mesmerizing. Yeah, see, without there you even, go. Without even talking. But so, is that a sure. yes for you for mesmerizing? Yeah, sure. All right. Bryce, it's up to you. Didn't he also play Juggernaut? Yeah, he did play Juggernaut. In one of the crappy movies? Yeah, in one of the crappy movies. Well, what say you, Bryce? E yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got off the pot. All right, we made another mesmerized list. Vinnie Jones is officially on. All right, so be prepared. This week, Jim is putting forward. This is undoubted? This is undoubted. All right, good luck. Mahershala Ali. 
for Undoubted. Okay, lay it on. So me. we already talked this I, last I a, week. I have a movie in my head that I think is going to tank it already. It could. So it could. We're talking about the guy from from that green book. That's yep, the guy. that's the guy. Uh, so um, the first one, he was in Al- Al- Alita: Battle Angel, which was a Mondo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Green Book. Mondo. Yep. Perfect. Roxanne, Roxanne. I'm not sure if you've seen this. I did see it because I watched all his movies on this list. I it, haven't seen Roxanne. It is a Roxanne. meh. So that I'm going to make a note. Bryce has some more watching to do. And it's a, it's a meh for me. Okay. Um, and then the next one is Hidden Figures, which is also a Mondo. Mondo. And then we've got Moonlight, which is a Mondo. Mondo. And then we've got Free State of Jones. Meh. That was a meh for me, too. Ooh, the suspense is getting me. And then Kicks from 2016. Did you see it? Kicks. Who else was in it? Oh, God, there's like... Never mind. There's not a lot of people in it I, that I you may know. Yeah, I don't think but I've But you seen don't it. seen it? Um, no. It's actually really quite good, and it's on... Um, it's on... I, I gave it a Mondo. Uh, Christopher Mayer's in it. Uh, interesting how uh, Lamont Johnson's in it. There's a bunch of people. Cool. It, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool the way it's done. It's a mondo for me. So if it becomes a meh for you, we got two double mehs back to back. And then the one that could take him off the list without you having to see anything. I have the Hunger Games Mockingjay two as a meh. Did it make you rage? <laughs> Sorry, man. It's a rage for you? Oh, well, the good thing is, though, is that that was the last one on his list. So he's got a shot. So his next film he's in, he could be back on the list. He might have something released. So you've got a stay of execution that you don't have to see those other films. Yeah. Roxanne, Roxanne, and Kicks. Until he makes something, the the next movie, and if it happens to be Matt or Mondo, then I will have to watch them. That is correct. So be prepared. Not that I don't want to watch them. I yeah. might watch them anyways. He's pretty. He's pretty freaking good. And he's he obviously is. we've we've talked about it. There's a lot of mondo on this list, so he's picking yeah. some good films. Yeah. No. No question. I mean that sandwich of um, Green Book, Hidden Figures, Moonlight, Free State of Jones, which is yeah, man. Meh. Um, and a little battle monster. Man, I keep calling it a monster. Know. Battle oh, monster. Battle monster. All right. Well, we didn't make a mesmerize this or a. Uh, undoubted this week, which is should be pretty much most weeks. So, you know what time it is? I actually don't know what time it is. It's, oh, um, it's about 7 o'clock. Is it but, really? Uh, is we're it talk- that late? It is that late, yes. Oh, uh, we're talking about... We're talking about Cuff. We're going to talk about Cuff, yeah. Calgary Underground Film Festival, the festival I've been waiting for all year. Yeah, baby. I was so excited. I was going to it in April, and then this I whole... I wasn't going in uh, April. ...COVID thing happened, and then I was like, well, maybe... No cuff this year. But hey, wait a second. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. We've got cuff. We got That's like. Because they're awesome and they found a way. They found go. a way. They, indeed. So yeah, it looks like they got uh, 22 feature films or thereabouts. Um, three shorts packages and some special events as well. Uh, it's going to be a real fun seven days. I'm actually taking the whole week off from work. I As am I. I think we're going to be doing a. Shitload some, of movie watching. A lot of movie watching. <clears throat> so. 
Um, we're gonna. Uh, I I did my homework. I picked out the top three I'm looking forward to after nice. watching some trailers, doing a little research. I'm hoping you did the same. I did. Cool. Who wants to go first? You, baby. Hit it. All right. Well, the three films from the Calgary Underground Film Festival that I am most looking forward to are. We'll go in reverse order. Uh oh. The third movie that I'm looking forward to, the third that I'm looking forward to third most, I suppose, are We Are Little Zombies from Japan. Um, it just looks crazy. The trailer blew my mind. I guess it's about some orphans that start a band, but that doesn't seem to even close to explain what I'm going to be witnessing. Nope. Watch the trailer for this one and tell me that you do not want to see this movie. I dare you. Uh, second thing that I'm looking for the most is Narrowsburg from, uh, from the USA. This doc looks tremendously entertaining, tells a story of a French film producer along with her husband who was a mobster and now is an actor? What? Yeah, trying to turn a small American town into the Sundance of the East. Uh, it just looks really bizarre and kind of amusing, so I'm really looking forward to that. And the one, the one, as soon as I watched the trailer, I was like, oh my God, I got to see this. The one I'm looking forward to the most is Crazy World from Uganda. I don't know that I've ever even seen a movie from Uganda. Really? I don't oh, think man, so. there's a whole shtick with a Uganda uh, film, no, man. That's what, I, that's what, I, that's what I'm yeah. going to understand. I've I, seen I, too I, many films from Uganda, uh, actually. Oh, have you? Well, yeah. ma- this is going to be a new experience for Bryce. You'll so. enjoy it. If this is your first one, uh, yeah. yeah, you will enjoy so, it. So, a movie about a gang of child-snatching mobsters. Um, it just looks <laughs> nuts. Uh, I just can't wait to see this film. So, those are the ones I'm looking forward to. Not that, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the whole lineup. It all yeah. looks good. But those are the three that I'm really Top keen on. List. Mur, did you make did you make a list that we were most excited about? Uh no, I hadn't really had a chance, but just perusing over it, um as you know I am all about the seeing things in person. Yes, you and are. And I am more than overjoyed about the drive-ins. Yes. yes. Three drive-ins. Talk about well, those drive-ins movies. then, Mur. Well, I honestly don't know a lot about them, but I just know it's it's the drive-in series at the big rock uh uh, parking lot, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's already sold out. And there's some horror yeah, movies coming up, know. and yeah, it should be a lot of fun. He is pumped. Yep. So. Yeah. Oh, and there is one which I actually have seen because I work for other festivals. Uh, I blame society. Oh, uh, you saw that one. I yep. did. And what um, did you think? Just give us a brief. Did you like it? Liked it or didn't? Uh, yes and no. The character, well, that's not an answer. Well, it's a man, obviously. Yeah, the character <laughs> was very unlikable, but there was plenty of violence. Ooh, I like unlikable characters. And I like violence. So, yeah, Sounds you, good already. You, you might enjoy it. I think it's going to be the best movie of the festival. <laughs> there you go. From that undertaking, yeah. Jim? Ah. All right, well, I'm just going to remind everybody to who's listening to check out calgaryundergroundfilm.org is cool. the address. Yep. And um, like Murray said, it's the drive-ins are probably sold out, but you can stream everything on You never this. know. Click the on it. Festival. Possible. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm going to the drive-in. I got my yeah, ticket. I got my tickets too. Cute. Uh, so I'm going the reverse way because I happen to put an honorable mention in. Only one though. Uh, okay. So always, my... Always breaking the law. Uh, breaking the breaking law. The law breaking, breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. 
I my number one I'm looking forward to is Yummy from Belgium. Yeah, it looks alright. 2020 Canadian premiere, sponsored by our friends at Night Terrors Film Society. So cool. How cool is that? This is a I am film. gonna I'm gonna wear my Night Terrors T-shirt when I watch. I am one. also gonna wear my Night Terrors T-shirt. I might be able to borrow Murray's jacket, his Night Terrors jacket. You got a Night Terrors jacket? Because he's nice. that cool. Because I'm that cool. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So this, I want a Night Terrors this jacket. This is, well, you got to be in the Apparently know. I'm not that cool. You're not cool enough. Uh, whatever. This is a deliciously yummy film about zombies. So I am. Ah, uh, there's the magic word. Yes. Yummy. Zombie. Yummy film about zombies mm. uh the next one i'm looking for is uh from 2019 it's called dead dicks the name alone made me want to see this and then the trailer made me even like it more uh when a young nursing student named becca receives a series of panicked messages from her older brother richie she rushes over to check on him following a seemingly successful suicide attempt so yeah see the trailer of this how many times can the guy kill himself and come back to life? I want to know what's happening. And my number three is Uncle Peckerhead from the United States. Uh, and it's the international premiere. So this is actually pretty cool. Uh, as the basis of three-piece punk rock band, duh, Judy dreams of quitting her job and touring full-time. With no van and a string of gigs booked, the slacker band is getting desperate. Enter Uncle Peckerhead. And that's all I'm going to say. Go check out the trailer. This looks freaking crazy. It's got uh, cannibals and punk. You had me at cannibals and punk. I'm in. And my honorable mention, because I'm a hooper, hooper? I'm a super duper Alice Cooper fan of shorts, I've got to mention there's a shorts package called blood orgy and if that doesn't want to attract you to see this short package alone the term blood and orgy together winner winner chicken dinner that sounds gross sounds delicious who doesn't love an orgy covered in blood it's all natural lubricant yeah, i find it interesting that out of out of seven selections we did not overlap once i know right how good does this, this festival is, look and yeah it's gonna. Every film looks good. Yeah, I think it's no, gonna I'm, be just, I'm looking forward to everything. There's not one that I. Well, maybe one, but I'm gonna watch it anyways. Of course you are. But uh, yeah, there's everything in there. I'm. I'm really looking forward to. So just to remind everybody on our podcast, because we're not gonna do a regular Wednesday episode. We're gonna be doing um, every night or every next day after each um, session. We're gonna do a quick uh, rundown. So we're yeah. not doing Monday. We're gonna do Tuesday, so, Wednesday, so, Thursday, Friday. Sa are we doing Saturday? Or are we doing Sunday? Or we're not, we we're not doing Monday. We're doing Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday, Friday. And then we're saving the weekend to and talk for next weekend. So then for the Friday, Saturday, we're going to do Sunday. Gotcha. Okay. Because and then we, Sunday, we're doing next Wednesday. Because Saturday, we got to go to the cartoon party. Well, we got to, you know, stream <laughs> the cartoon party. And eat cereal. I can't so, wait. And Unless you want to get up at 7 a.m. No, and do it I on, don't. No, oh, there no, you go. That's not so, happening. So Friday, Saturday. So Sunday's going to be a jam-packed show. Um, but yeah, we are going to go Monday, Tuesday. Or sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Sunday. Sunday. Yep. And um, then Sunday's uh, movies we'll be talking about the following Wednesday. Yeah, so uh, you know, if you're looking for the podcast, it'll, it'll probably be up around 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time. So that you know what to go and see, people. Yes. All right, well... That's it for the show. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. 
Well, I we have not talked about this topic pretty much since it all started, other than the intros. And it's hit a wall for me because movie theaters opened up in Calgary where we live Did last they? week. Supposedly, they well, were supposed to. No, they weren't supposed. They just announced. They, they were could. allowed to. They were allowed to. Yeah. So this wasn't a you surprise. Can't just me- you can't just this wasn't a wave surprise. A magic wand. But this was not a surprise. Well, you knew it was coming. But the, wait, well, were they supposed to be on? You know, yeah. preparing the whole time. Yes. The whole time. And everything. Yes, so they should be ready to go. And it's push ups. What else did they have to do? The burpees. They should have been doing all that I stuff. I think they're showing movies at Canyon Meadows. Yeah, that's the only one. But I mean, Anyways, yeah. I'm interrupting. No, go no, ahead. but but that's part of my rage here is, you know, we've ignored this for 13 weeks and tried to stay out of it. But I've had enough. I think even last week, we sort of had brushed upon this in our discussion because you said. I think I had made a comment about, oh, our friend COVID. You said, COVID's not a friend. He's a dick. So Did I, I, I just want. That doesn't sound like me. It does sound. Well, I mean, like, it might not have been dick, but it was something like it dick. Was something way wittier. Something dickish. Big poopy jerk. Yeah. No, that In the patootie. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of not talking about this now. Today is my rage. I'm going to talk it. about the fact that I'm so tired of this stupid disease and what it's doing and that we can't go see movies in the theater. Even our favorite festival of all times, we're doing it streaming. Yes, I'm glad because I get to see this. They found a way, people. So if they can find a way, other festivals can do this. Other cinemas should have been doing this. Why wasn't um, Odeon and why was like, why did the entire movie industries have to shut down? I get it. The ones that haven't been filled and they didn't want they don't want to put it out there is they keep pushing it back. It's just gonna create this giant tidal wave of films that have been not being made. And I'm just worried that, you know, the next Citizen Kane or um, Love on a Leash, we just don't get to see Love on a Leash. <laughs> we want those nine point two rated films to come out and see them. And I'm worried that now that I've lost potentially six months to a year and a half of my life with this disease, that I may not live long enough to see that next love on a leash before i have a chance oh, to yeah. die your days are numbered it is right i mean i only gonna live so many years and i they, they literally stole the year this disease is stolen a year and a half from my life and as we all know we're super theater fans i would much rather watch the movie in a theater because the popcorn's way better than i can make at home i'm yeah. just i'm tired of it i bake like really good popcorn but it's nowhere near it's not theater. it's good i don't know what they do to it there's like some kind of some kind of addictive drug that they put in movie theater popcorn. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like it's so crack or maybe there's little sprinklings of, um, what's that? Because I don't even get the butter anymore and it's still delicious. Yeah, exactly. You can't have the butter. I know. The butter's you know, bad for you. Well, it's, you know, it's an animal product. Yeah, I know. It's bad for you. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. It's unrelated to this rant. Yes. But do you think you've ever eaten by accident animal product? Like in the last two and a bit years that I've yeah, been vegan? Yeah, vegan, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I have. What do you think was your biggest... What was the one that did it? What do you mean, what was the one that like did it? Like, if you had to go back and look and say, Oh, God, I went there, and I bet you that could have been it. Uh, like, when you go to a vegan restaurant, you're pretty sure you're not going to get something yeah. vegan. No, but I, if you honestly, had to think, I, when you I, put something in your mouth, you went, That could have been maybe not... Oh, I know exactly what you ate! I know exactly because I reminded you of it. A and W's uh, Beyond I, Meat Burger. I, I think I had the, yeah. You I, had the bun. I had the bun. Yep. Uh, 
And so, you, I think you didn't sleep for a week after that one. I reminded you. Yes, because yeah, no, I'm sure it's got milk products in it. Yes. Yeah, or egg in it. I right? don't think it's got egg. I think it's got some sort of milk thing. I milk dustings. It, I looked it up. I don't remember anymore. But all right, well, I'm going to pass the baton, even though I got sidetracked on popcorn because now I'm hungry and I didn't eat supper yet. Cows. Cows. Yeah. Uh, cows, tell me, cows tell me. Are I know you're. animals. And I want should not be eaten. I want. I want to know what. Now I'm passing the baton to you because I know this is part of your rage. Tell me about why you hate COVID so much and that he is the biggest dick disease since we've been alive. I just want to go back to the movies. That's it. That's it. How about how about you spent how many weeks doing a shitty job that you didn't like doing? Waking yeah. up at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that was that was nice. I spent what four or five weeks getting up at uh, quarter to two in the morning, oh so I could God. get to work by five minutes to three a.m. Wearing a mask every and, single yes, day. and asking the same question over and over, all questions over and over again. You had uh, difficulty breathing? No. 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 Uh, did you did, did you lick the the totem pole? Did you? Uh, okay, so, so here's yeah. a here's a question. Then speaking specifically about this question period of COVID, that you're not you're obviously you work for a very large company and and they have a lot of protections, which is great that a lot of companies are doing this. But um, when it comes to those things now, some of them are doing. I think Murray was saying that he got tested. He was going to the casino that's now open, and they uh, they yeah, t- took his temperature. They have a new machine, which would probably save people a lot of time. It's just basically when you when you go to clubs, and they take your picture to basically prove that you are who who they say you are. Uh, it takes your temperature, it reads your temperature of your body, and then you can go in. So can you? There's no COVID testing. That's it. You know when you go to the airport and they they do the you go through that scanner thing, and if you're like I don't want to go through no fucking X-ray, I want you to pat me down, right? Do they have an option? You know, I'm just thinking because if I go to the casino next weekend, then instead of having that thing where they scan me, can they can, can I do it you rectally? Can, you, yeah, you can bend over. They'll shove a thermometer up your ass. I might. It depends where you go. <laughs> I don't know if it's. Uh, they'll, even, they'll even give you a choice of what size thermometer. But this is sounding like maybe we should hit the casino this this coming weekend before we start cuff. We are on holidays after all. Yes, after after Saturday, I will be off. Some of you are. Yeah. Ah, Murray, you're breaking our hearts, wah, buddy. Wah. Well, I wasn't as hard a rage as yeah, my you know, as my rage for defied bloods, but yeah, just, I think we've just fallen into this sense I'm just of rage. Well, back by popular man, people. It is the Merman Minute. All right. Well, actually, my my uh, Merman Minute. Uh, goes nicely into what you guys are talking about. What? The theme of my Merman Minute is welcome back. Ah, you always put a positive spin on things, Merman. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. You know what I'm talking I about. I know what you're talking about. Um, not so much for me, really, because I really never went anywhere. Uh, I past three months, I was not sitting at home, not self-isolating, not collecting government checks or not on EI, I went to work pretty much every day. Some days, every day. Some days, yeah. Then I went home because everything was closed. 
As my fellow ragers may or may not know, I am an analog ducky in a digital pond. It's true, he is. Merman does not stream. And Merman, just like Machete, doesn't tweet. No. Well, only idiot presidents tweet. <laughs> uh, the only way to really experience a movie is in a movie theater. Sadly, that wasn't an option. I also don't do things online. No Amazon shopping, no Zoom, no skip the dishes, no Uber nothing. I even hate drive through because, well, if you've seen Lethal Weapon 4, uh, Joe Pesci can finish that one for you. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Okay, uh, okay, okay well, okay. last night okay, okay. was special for me. I went to a movie. What? In an honest-to-goodness theater. What? True, it was a second-run theater, Canyon Meadows, Sweet. and all the movies were about four months old, and I had seen 90% of them. Except this one? Didn't care. I would have watched Howard the Duck if it were showing. <laughs> uh, I actually saw The Gentleman. Oh. Which I hadn't seen yet. Nice. Good Funny. one to go see. Action, violence, laughs, yep. popcorn, and McConaughey. Nice. And totally McConaughey. worth it. Yeah. Even Huge Grant wasn't that bad. He uh, was awesome. He was awesome. And I don't like him at all, but he wasn't bad in that. He's warming up to Huge. Now, the major movie theaters are planning to reopen on June 26th. In Canada or in Alberta? Uh, Cineplex and... In Landmark, Alberta, right? Uh, across Canada, as far as I know. Okay. Unfortunately, there won't be anything new for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what they're planning on showing. And Howard of course, the Duck. You, and I think you'll have to buy your tickets... Sonic. ...in advance, a day ahead of time, whatever they're going to do. Uh, there are a handful coming in July. The next one to look forward to is Christopher Nolan's Tenet at the end of July. Really? Yep. And, of course, our friends at the Globe will be reopening sometime in July. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see all my friends at my favorite movie house again. Yes, with the best popcorn in Alberta. missed you all. And that's all I got. That's the Merman Minute. Good one, buddy. That's awesome. All right. We got Rager Dare. We got to right, talk then. about last week on Rager Dare. Jim had to choose from Bryce's glistening saggy bag and pulled a double-headed dildo of Doubted with TP and our girl Tiff in the 2018 comedy masterpiece Nobody's Fool. This week, we get to pull from Murray's sweet bag, but we will not be discussing it until we're back from cuff. Let's check in with Jim and see if our doubted duo come off the doubted list, or is it a day to celebrate a whole new world? Can't did wait to hear about this. Did you just throw to yourself? He did <laughs> just, just, he, he just threw to himself. <laughs> That's I, what I did. He, he just likes to talk, and I let him. That's like outside <laughs> the box right there. Well, I was trying to do the, you know, the third person, you know. Oh. Yeah. I turned on my radio announcer voice as much as I can, which doesn't really exist. So, movie, so good, eh? Yeah. So, so let's talk about, about Nobody's Fool. Yeah, let's do it. I am ready. Let's hear about it, Jim. Right from beginning, I already hate everything about this movie. <laughs> the dialogue was so painful to my ears, I wanted to gouge my eyes out and stuff them into my ears. Nice. That being said... As soon as our girl Tiff 
joined the party. It got funny as fuck. Did Her it? intro scene was the funniest sex scene ever filmed in any movie ever. Wow. I la- I laughed for five minutes straight. She was so fucking funny. And that is not a lie. All right. I did not know the worst dialogue ever created could get worse, but surprisingly, it did. Mm-hmm. I need to come up with a new term for it. I'm, I'm kind of try, trying out this paralogue. It's where Tyler Perry writes dialogue. It's now called paralogue. Yes, that's the perfect coining for the worst dialogue. Tyler Perry dialogue yeah. is now paralogue. How did he? I don't understand the whole Tyler Perry thing. This makes Love on a Leash seem like the 9.2 on IMDb rating that it is. New favorite line ever. She got ghost dick right now. Uh-huh. What does that mean? You know that's true, okay? <laughs> What's ghost dick? <laughs> it's kind of like you've been ghosted online, but by the dick. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, you might have to watch the movie. What's ghosted online? I love how TP finds new ways to make intelligent people seem like they are the stupidest people on the planet. Oh, Tyler Oh, wait. Sorry. The best line came even later. Oh, we got another one. Yes, it is. Better than ghost dick. Why won't your car let me suck your dick? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) That was an actual line in this movie. Was it like a steering wheel was in the I'm not telling you. You've got to see. (laughs) Was the car from Knight Rider? TP and our girl Tiff. They are solid gold. gold. Whoopi Goldberg, you have a fucking EGOT award recipient. And in my mind, you have lost all your EGOT privileges from now on. Motherfucking Chris Rock. Really? Oh, no. What the fuck, Chris Rock? Dude. Why are you in this? I thought the movie was about to end. And then I noticed and looked. There was 46 and 41 seconds left. Nice. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? 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 To summarize, TP, solid gold. Our girl Tiff, solid gold. Dialogue, solid gold. The entire premise of this film was solid gold. Oh, confused? Solid gold, giant turd. (laughs) Our doubted list is safe for, yes, yet another week. I need a new term for morbidly excruciating, terrible rom-coms. So we're going to get two new terms out of me today. Uh, with lead characters who are un- so annoying that I can't understand how anyone would fall in love with them. I hated this film so bad. Ugh. This makes Night School look like an Oscar-winning Mondo. This now rivals Invisible Man and Sonic as the worst films I've seen this year. This film is a whole new film genre. and RC, or as we like to say, rom-com, this is now Rage Crap. Rage. Uh, Bryce, uh, I suggest, and <laughs> now I say, um, ever to uh, if you ever ask to take children's movies out of our bag again, yeah. I'm just going to remind you that I've seen more Tiffany Haddish <laughs> and Tyler Perry movies than I ever want to see. Yeah. So, Bryce. It's kind of my go-to. I hate you more this week. Than I've ever hated you in your life. How could she do it though? 
How can Tiffany Haddish be so consistent? She is I mean, so bad in everything she does. something to be said for consistency. She's and she, solid gold. She is so consistent. But it's Tyler Perry that keeps casting her. Yeah. No, Tyler Perry, Tiffany no, Haddish. No, she does stuff without him, and she's just as bad in that stuff. Yeah. yeah this. I don't want to talk more about this movie because it's going to make me angry again. But... They, they created this scape where this woman who's super intelligent and is really professional is the biggest dolt on the planet. And you're just like, come on, can people not write good films about people who are intelligent, who actually stay intelligent for the entire movie? People can, but Tyler Perry can't. He just can't. That is correct. It's so terrible. All right. Well, this week we get to pull from Murray's sweet, sweet bag. Who's and we'll be it? talking about this when we come back. Shake your bag, Murray. Shake it. Okay, I am currently okay. reaching into Murray's sweet bag. Oh, I got two. I got to drop one. Uh, oh, I dropped them both. Okay, now I got one. Here it is. Let's hear what this wholesome goodness is going to give us. Are y'all ready for this? Bow, 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 bow. Is this frosted mini wheats or just mini wheats without the frosting? I think Bryce approves. Bryce is And I haven't even seen it. Looks like he just ate a lemon. I have to watch another freaking movie out of this series. Oh, no. I've already done it thanks to Jim. (laughs) And now I have to do it thanks to Murray. We have to do it. Expendables 1? The first one. Oh, that was the worst one. No, the third one was I, the worst one. I should have put three. I don't know no, why, you didn't I, watch I, don't we, why we, I didn't put three on there. Well, we watched. No, I, no, no. I had to watch three. No, you didn't have to watch What three. did I watch? You watched this other terrible series that he has. No, it was the Expendables. No, it wasn't, wasn't Expendables. It was Stallone? Oh, it I'm was getting confused. Escape plan it was escape plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. No, this is... I don't it. even know anymore. They're all... It's an E. Yeah, uh, it's a Sylvester Stallone E movie. He only has so many vowels. It's so you <laughs> escape plan, es- Expendables, potato, 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 potato. This okay. So okay, as, of all the Expendables, this is the least worst. Is yes. it? Yes. I should have put three. Yeah, you should, he should have put three. Three is by far. It's like they were just fucking throwing is, old is action Dave stars in, the, in this too. Uh, no. no, he's not. Uh, the Expendables has, if I can recall properly, it's um, Stallone, <laughs> Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Jet Li, pretty much every over-the-hill action star from the 80s Dolph Lundgren, and 90s. Eric Roberts, Eric Randy Roberts, Couture, yeah. Steve Austin. Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, he's in the second one. Oh. <laughs> Mickey Rourke's in this? Mickey Rourke is in it. That's correct. I mean, Joseph. Chuck Norris? No, the Chuck uh, is in the three. second one. I think he's in three, too. No, I know he's in the second oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> I have seen them all. All yes, right. I well, have. this treat we're both going to have to watch. Thanks to Murr's Sweet Bag. You're welcome. Hey, at least it's not a musical. Uh, yeah, enough. that's true. And that, it's not TP. That check is coming, too, I can tell you. All right. Well. Where <clears throat> are we going here? So I got two weeks to watch this, all right? We do. Yeah, we don't have to watch it for next week. We got to watch it for the week. It's us. It's both of us. Do the I two have, of us. Do I have to watch it in one sitting? Or quit can saying I? I. We. We have to watch it. It's both of us this week. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it so somewhere. So quit, quit making it all about you. We have to watch this terrible movie. We should watch it together. There you go. We could. On a big screen. All right. Yeah, I have one of those. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, next week. We will have our daily breakdowns. Uh, it's Tuesday to Friday and then Sunday. 
And you'll get to hear even more of us uh, where we discuss the best web festival ever created with Calgary Underground Film Festival. So looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended Film Rage crew of Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography. Uh, watch uh, for some new pics of Mr. Potato on social media. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Check out our website and please leave comments at Calgary. Whoops, it's not at Calgary. It's at FilmRageYYC.com. Let me say that again. FilmRage <laughs> YYC.com. Why don't you say it again? Let's film rage yyc.com. Perfect. We are always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often and please make us rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage Rage on. on.